Welcome back to another episode of Bless the She That Believe. We're in season three. I think this is, hold on. I Hold on, let me find out the episode because I can't keep up. I can't even believe. Let me tell y'all something. I can't even believe I'm in season three. Okay, this is funny to me because once again, I never planned to be a podcaster. Um, <laughs> this is what the Lord had me to do. So, yeah. Um... Okay, okay, season three, episode two, <laughs> might be episode three. I can't, I can't remember y'all. I'm, I'm so like, I, I can't remember all the episodes. I just can't. I'm trying to keep up with everything, y'all. I'm, a, y'all know I'm a teacher. I'm tired right now. <laughs> okay, yes, we're on season three, episode two. Yes. Um, so this is, yeah, I don't even have a title for this. Okay. I just want y'all to know that. And I just want to say, before we get started with everything, let me just, I need to shout some areas out real quick because y'all have been holding it down and I am just like blown away by the support I'm receiving from these areas like y'all y'all really are doing it up and i just want to tell y'all how much i appreciate y'all um now i'm gonna shout the cities out i don't know where these cities are located and i'm ashamed to say that because i'm a teacher but i'm an english teacher i'm not like a geography teacher or anything like that so i don't feel too bad um <laughs> Boardman, Ashburn, Wilkes Bar, Brunswick, Georgia i know where Brunswick is that's that Brunswick, Georgia my hometown um philadelphia charlotte jacksonville merced san jose brussels belgium okay st louis uh jersey city boston (laughs) baltimore (laughs) san francisco new york man like y'all are doing like thank y'all so much for supporting my podcast like I never, like I told y'all, um, this was not part of my plan. <laughs> this was not a part of my plan. I just, the Lord, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and told me to do this. Like, so for those of you, if you this is your first time listening and you hadn't listened to episode one, which, you know, I went back and listened to episode one. I don't even know why y'all are still hanging, rocking with me, like hanging out. Cause listen, that thing was so janky. <laughs> It was so janky. I'm listening and I'm so embarrassed. Like, I really put this out there, huh? (laughs) But you know what? God be, you know, God gets all the glory. To glory, to God be the glory. That's what I'm trying to say. To God be the glory. I I just finished eating some like vegan or veggie chili and pasta salad. We're doing this Daniel Fast. We're going into our last week of the Daniel Fast. And I actually am going to, I'm choosing to stay on it. Um, it health benefits and stuff like that. Um, so that's why I'm choosing to stay on it. Cause I, I feel like I need to take a break from how I was eating. It was not like, I'm not in college anymore. I keep trying to tell myself that, but myself won't let college go as far as eating. So, um, yeah, I'm going to stay on it and be more cognizant of what I'm putting inside my body and stuff like that. And this makes me be, you know, it makes me more aware of what I'm putting inside my body. So, yeah, I'm going to stick with it. But 
Yeah, I just finished eating some chili. I'm sleepy now. <laughs> I'm sleepy. Um, but yeah, just I just want to tell y'all, thank y'all so much for rocking with me this long. Rocking with Jesus, to be honest, because this is his podcast, because I didn't listen. If it was up to me, this would not be going on because I'm like, I can't do this. It's it's amazing how he'll tell us to do something and we're like, I can't do that. But we don't even know ourselves like he knows us. He's the author and finisher of our faith. He has our name written in the palm of his hand. He knew us before we were put in our mother's womb, you know, before we were twinkling in our daddy's eye, as they the old folks say. Um, it's, so when he tells us to do something, he already knows what we're capable of because he designed us. And so when he told me, when the Holy Spirit told me to go to Target that night, I think it was March 15th. March 15, 2023, told me to go to Target and buy a microphone because I was going to start a podcast. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm thinking, you want me to go to Mailbox and check for that million dollar check that I've been waiting on? I don't know who's going to give it to me, but somebody will. <laughs> so, yeah, it's um, praise God, praise God. Almost a year. It's been almost a year since I started this and we're already on season three. And, um, wow. God is good. God is, God is good. With that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much. Thank you so much for everything that you are doing in our lives, each and every person who is listening, even my life, Lord. I just want to say thank you. I want to tell you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Words cannot express the gratitude I feel in my heart right now in this moment for your presence and your glory being shown through me. Lord, just to be used by you is such an honor and a privilege, Father, because you didn't have to use me. You could have used anybody, but you, you chose to use me in this capacity, and I thank you for that. I thank you for each and every listener that you're using, Lord, as your vessel. Father God, I thank you for their lives. I thank you for every step that they take, Lord, that it brings them closer to the cross of Jesus and, and shining your, your, his light through their lives, Lord, through their, their heart, Lord, just their presence alone shifts the atmosphere in what any room that they walk into. And I thank you so much that it shifts the atmosphere towards glorifying you, father. Thank you for blessing them and allowing them to listen each and every week. Father God, I thank you right now for, um, just enlarging this territory, father. So more people can be exposed to your, your greatness, to, to your, your grace, to your mercy. So father God, I just thank you right now. And I pray that you just have your way on this podcast tonight in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. So I was trying to find something to talk about tonight, which no, I, I had to remember the Holy spirit already told me you got tons of content on Instagram already. So just talk about like pick a post and talk about it. So that's what I'm doing. Um, tonight I came across a post that I uh, made <sighs> y'all when I sat down and read it, I almost cried to be honest. Y'all know I'm, I'm a, it don't take much to make me cry. <laughs> it does not take much to make me cry. And I'm gonna pause real quick. You know what y'all? I, I'm all over the place tonight. I get so excited when I do my podcast because this is like a stress reliever and I love it. And, um, 
people are messaging me asking me who I'm cooking all this food for. I made pasta salad and um chili, you know. <laughs> They're like, who are you cooking all this food for? There's nobody. There's nobody I'm cooking the food for, okay? Cooking it for myself through the stretch for the whole week. But anyway, um, it dawned on me after I did the podcast last week. I want y'all to know, like, I have a USB um microphone, right? And there is a like a converter. I don't want to say it's a converter, but there's this gadget you can buy and it it plugs like five or six USB devices into one thing and you plug that into your computer. So I have that for my microphone so I can keep all my cables kind of like together or whatever for my other things that I plug in. Well, I didn't realize that I had unplugged the device with all of these things. So I was literally doing the podcast and my microphone wasn't on. The microphone for the computer was on. So that's why you were able to hear me. Hopefully you were able to hear me. But yeah, I got a microphone now on now. The light is green. <laughs> Hold on one second. Y'all, the they're trying to, people are trying to figure out if I got a man. Like, no, I don't. I'm single as a dollar bill and I am loving it. I love this single life. I told y'all I'm all over the place tonight, y'all. Okay, just bear with me. <laughs> I'm still here, y'all. I just, they're, they're messaging me and I can't, I can't talk and mess and like do a message because then I type what I'm saying. <laughs> I put, okay, so let me tell you, y'all are probably like, what in the world is going on? Well, okay. So, you know, on Facebook stories and Snapchat and stuff like that, I, um, you could put like music to your video and stuff. So I did a video of me making the chili and I put Anthony Hamilton I, let me tell y'all something. I love me some Anthony Hamilton. If Anthony Hamilton happens to listen to this pod, I love you, sir. I know I don't know you, and that's fine. I just, I love your voice. Like, oh my gosh. Anthony Hamilton has a voice that makes me want to cook food. Like, when I cook, I cook listening to... Um, either Anthony Hamilton, Al Green, or Stevie Wonder. Like, I might, you know what? I might listen to some Gladys Knight. Those those voices make me want to cook like a home-cooked meal. And I end up cooking over abundance of food when I when I listen to those songs. Just, and I'm, me and my mom were actually just having a conversation about Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. I miss you. That song... It's not even, I don't even, cause don't listen to the words cause you gonna get mad at them. It's like, wait a minute, what? You really messed up this with this woman and you got the audacity to write this song? Don't, so don't listen to the words. Just listen to the music, like the music. Oh my gosh, that you, you can't replicate those things. She was talking about Stairway to Heaven, OJs and stuff. Like you can't replicate those songs. Like do not do not touch those songs trying to do a remix or anything. But anyway, I'm sorry, y'all. It's totally off topic. People, let me turn. I can't flip my phone over. I'm reading off of my phone. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm back. I'm back on topic now. But, um, yeah, so last week I was talking with our microphone. 
but y'all still heard it because I checked and then I was like, what's wrong with my microphone? It wasn't on. Okay. Cause I just, I was not paying attention, but, um, anyway, I'm back. <laughs> y'all, I told y'all, I just, I love doing this podcast. Like it is, it has been such a blessing to me. And even, like I said, I went on Instagram to look for a post to um, elaborate on for the podcast. And I came across this one post and I had tears in my eyes. And I'm like, man, I wrote this and it's such a blessing. Like it was really a blessing to me. So the, um, the thing is this time last year, actually January 2nd, 2023, I was told that I was going to lose my ovary. I was going to lose an ovary. They said, it's something going on. We got to get it out. We got to get it out. I ended up having surgery April 6th, 2023. And it was actually a tumor inside the ovary. And the doctor said, who performed the surgery, he said, to give you an analogy of what's going on in your body, if a tennis ball could stretch, you have like a tennis ball you have a a tumor that has grown to the size of a tennis ball and it's still growing and it's actually laying over onto the other side of your body. And me not realizing until after the surgery is over, like it was getting ready to rupture. So they had to hurry up and get it out of there because if it would have ruptured, I would not be here. Um, that's how serious the surgery was. And I didn't even realize it. Um, so I wrote this post I made this post like five weeks after that surgery and I was talking about how I didn't realize I was still recovering because that's a major surgery. I mean, they went through my belly button. They didn't have to slice me, but they went through my belly button. But it's like you are, you're losing something that was, that you were born with, you know, um, it was developed in you while you were developing inside your mother. So you're losing an organ that you were born with having to have it cut out and everything and it was a I'll say my my thing is for me I don't know about y'all but my thing is when I am going through something I never slow down so it takes me a long time to process things And I'm going to keep talking about it because I'm trying to process it as I'm moving. But it's not until I stop moving and I rest when I can actually process it. And so towards the end of me being home from surgery, before I went back to school, I, it was a lot of stuff going on. My dog was sick. Um, she, yeah, she was sick. She was vomiting all over the place not to be graphic, but I mean, she was sick. Um, I had a dead rat in my attic y'all. And it was my heart. My house was, I was so upset. And the realization of, I just lost the ovary. It just, all of that just hit me. And I was having a panic attack. Like I was really having a panic attack. I was in my, where I am now in my office. I had my air mattress up because you know, my mom and my sister would stay over with me as I was recovering. So I was just sitting on the edge of the air mattress, just like breaking down. My mom happened to come back to check on me. Cause she could tell I was like losing, about to lose it. She happened to come back and she just held me real hard. And she said, I knew you were going to break down. 
She said, I, I was waiting for it. She said, I was waiting for it because I just kept going. I mean, from the day that they told me I was going to have to lose over, I was like, well, praise God, you know, like the Lord is using, you know, it, and it's like, I guess for me, if I keep moving, I don't have to deal with it. I don't have to be in, I don't have to look at it because I always have my focus on something else. And it really just, and sometimes it's good to, it's like almost, um, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like a, for me, this is just for me. I can't speak for everybody else because everybody is different. But for me, it's almost like a good thing in a way sometimes because I feel like it's a protective thing that my body does. But at the same time, it's like you got to deal with it at some point. Some point you have to deal with it. And I can't deal with things until I actually sit down and stop moving. I, I can't. I just can't deal with it until I stop moving. And I think about um, Psalm 23. He makes me lie down. Is it beside the, I can't even remember. <laughs> he makes me lie down beside the still waters. I think, yeah. I, I, I always confuse the verses and the words in that song. I don't know. It's like I'm doing a remix of Psalm 23 and I can't stop my brain from doing it wrong. But anyway, um, let me pull that up because y'all are going to be like, this child don't even... Don't, don't do that. Don't judge me. Okay. <laughs> I always mess it. I say, I will say surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life is verse one. And then I'll go, I'll make verse one, verse five. And then, I, I just, I can't, um, he makes me lie down in green pastures. Okay. See, that's what it is. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. They're in the same, that's the same verse. And I'm just saying it backwards. Okay. I don't feel crazy at all. Um, <laughs> but he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. The reason why he has to make us lie down is because we won't mo stop moving. And I don't know if you've ever had abdom abdominal, I can't talk tonight, abdominal surgery or anything that's affecting your abdomen. But you use a lot of muscles in your stomach area and you don't even realize you're doing it. Sitting up, just sitting up, you use all your stomach muscles. Like you use every single muscle sitting up. Do you know how hard that was for me not to move? Y'all, I was like vacuuming the floor like a week after my surgery. My mama and my sister like blessed me out in the name of the Lord. Okay. Like <laughs> every scripture was used. Okay. Like <laughs> they were so mad at me. They were so mad at me and it's cause I couldn't stop. I was like, I have to do something. Cause it was like some dust on the floor. And I'm like, now I'm looking at my floor now. And I'm like, my floor needs to be vacuumed, but who's doing that? <laughs> Not me. I'm going to bed when I get done with this podcast. But, um, <laughs> it's like, I just couldn't, I don't, I didn't realize how to, and to be honest, I don't know how to let people take care of me because I'm always there for everybody else. 
Oh, well, this is going in a different direction. Okay. Okay. Holy spirit. Let's, let's go with it. Let's go with it. I don't know how to let other people take care of me. I mean, I let my mom, but my mom has some health issues. Um, like right now she's going to, she's getting ready to have a hip replacement. She just had a knee replacement in September only to find out that it was something wrong with her hip. So now she's got to go through that. So it's like, I just try to do everything on my own. I'm always there for everybody else. I have, it's a lot of stuff that I do and I don't like for people to do things for me. Not so, and I know some people are, are like that because they want to be the martyr. No, it's not. I'm not trying to be the martyr. I just, I want to, I, I want to, I give myself so much. Like I, I give away myself so much, if that makes sense. And I have had to learn this year. I, like, I got to stop that. Like for my birthday, I actually had a birthday party for me. Um, It was going to be a brunch, but technically I did have a brunch, but it wasn't my party. It was a vision board party on my birthday and they happened to have brunch there. So it was cool because that's what I wanted for my birthday. I love breakfast food, by the way. I love, it's something about some scrambled eggs, waffles, and some bacon. <laughs> and grits. If you don't know what grits are, um, you need to visit Georgia. And not, and when I say Georgia, I mean like the southern region of Georgia. Don't, not the ups. No, that's not the south up there. I'm sorry, people in Atlanta. It snows. I'm sorry. I just feel like wherever it snows, it's not the South. That's just me. It doesn't snow down here where I am. <laughs> so we're in the South. But um, no, like for my birthday, I and I almost canceled a party. I really did. I almost canceled a party because I don't know how to let people celebrate me. I always celebrate everyone else. I always do for everybody else and when it comes to me i don't know how to receive it it makes me very uncomfortable so i almost canceled the party like several times in my head i canceled it and i had people telling me no we're going to celebrate you and they were really excited to sell it like people were really excited and that made me feel so weird i cried a lot um and it was tears of joy and also self-realization uh, that I don't know my value and my worth. And I say that because I don't think a lot of people realize what, you, what your value and worth are. Like, I know my value and worth to God is he sent his son to down the cross for me. And all the verses, his love through every, how he pursues me relentlessly every single day, like, I can't talk about it because I'm going to start crying. <laughs> but just to, after everything I've gone through, I realized towards the end of last year, I started seeing the rise of some things that I thought had been put to death. You know, we got to crucify this flesh for those of you who are believers. We got to crucify this flesh. And so when you start seeing stuff rise up, you have to pause and go, okay, wait a minute, what's going on? And being that I've gone to therapy, so I have tools in my little toolboxes, I say, um, to kind of pull out and kind of do an examination. 
And what I had to start doing myself, and I've been keeping up, I've had to start asking myself, how am I feeling? Like, how are you feeling today? How are you feeling in this moment? And I talk to my, I do self-talk. And I'm like, okay, in this moment, I'm feeling anxious because I don't know what's going on. And I know that, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever it is, is going on. But why is it going on? I may get the answer to that why. I may not get the answer to that why. And if I don't get the answer to that why, it's okay. I'm, You know, like I'm having to talk to myself that way. And it feels really good. It feels really good. Um, And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful because I had to have a um session with my therapist like last weekend, weekend before. And I told her about it. And she said, no, you know your value and your worth. You just have to walk in it. And I just want y'all to know, like, if you don't, like, if you're struggling with that, like, if you've gone through trauma and it's distorted how you see yourself and how you see the world, because trauma will do that, um, get in the mirror and tell yourself, like, you are beautiful. You are handsome. Like, you're smart. You can do it. You can do whatever the hard thing is. You can do all things through Christ. And I know like we have to actually apply the word of God in every situation. So yeah, I go to therapy and praise God. My therapist is a woman of God. She is a true woman of God. She prays with me. Like we, she, we, we talk about the word of God and we're applying it to the strategies and techniques of psychology and what she has what she knows as a therapist. So we apply those things and it has been so helpful to me. Um, so I highly suggest therapy. After you go to the cross, go to the couch. That's go to the cross first and then go to the couch and then maybe go back to the cross and then go back to the couch because we need someone there in our corner who can help us navigate through this. Um, and the Lord gave them the knowledge to do those things. He gave them the knowledge. Like, I don't know why it's so hard for us to understand or why is it so hard for people to understand that God, um, gave people gifts. He gave us gifts to do what the things that we do. So why is it hard for, why is it so hard for us to understand that he gave gifts to people to know about science and know about the mind and know about, um, health? Like why, why are we so adamant about not doing those things no like don't get me wrong you are you are healed you are delivered you know everything like that with prayer and supplication you have made your request known unto god and um the prayer of faith and praying um the the prayers of the righteous availeth much i am totally like of course i believe in jesus i walk with christ it's just that in addition to that, because you also have to work out your own salvation. You also have to have faith and work. Faith without works is dead. So to exercise my faith, I'm going to go get my mental checked. Because if not, I'm going to keep continuing. I'm going to love Jesus and continuing those cycles. That's the thing. So... We have to realize that our pastors are not our therapists. They're our pastors. And that's a lot of weight to put on to pastors, period. 
Yes, they are great counselors. You know, they're, they can be great counselors. They can be of great help. However, to get to the nitty gritty and get to the root of those things, I mean, unless your pastor had, was a therapist before they went into pastoring, I mean, I guess that's okay. It's just that we're putting a lot of weight and stress on these these men and women of God in those um, capacities. And then we wonder why they get burnt out. They're our pastors. Almost kind of like how people put a whole bunch of stuff on teachers by wanting teachers to not only be the teacher, but also be the counselor, also be the nurse, also be the therapist, also be their parent. Like it's a lot of stuff. And then they wonder why teachers get burnt out. But that's, you know, that's my my soapbox on that. So um anyway, back to what I was saying. I don't lost what I okay. Um why does ever you know, y'all does this happen to you? I told y'all I'm all, all over the place tonight. Does this happen to you? Like your your phone is dry when you're trying to have like a whole bunch of like activity on your phone. But when you start doing something, everybody blows your phone up. Like what is going on tonight? Anyway, um, back to this post on Instagram because that actually ties into what I was saying. I said, I received a beautiful text from a friend of mine encouraging me to continue shining the light of Jesus into the dark world. Have you ever felt like you couldn't give anymore? But then you realize that what you do, the way you live, the way you treat others, the way you carry yourself, etc., blesses the people around you. Yeah, that text message was just what I needed to re-energize me. Don't get me wrong. I'm soaking up the rest, all of the rest, but I'm also soaking up this word. It is the word of God that renews my strength like the eagles as I wait in him. The only way to renew yourself spiritually is to read the word of God. Her words were straight from the Bible and it helped me to stir up the gift within me from 2 Timothy 1 and 6. Stir up the gift of God that's in you when Paul was talking to Timothy. It gave me the strength and the joy to get up this morning and search the word and seek the face of the Lord for the words to type for your encouragement. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Nehemiah 8 and 10. Fear in this verse because the verse I used comes from Psalm 119 and verse 74. They that fear thee will be glad when they see me because I have hoped in thy word. And fear in that verse means reverence, honor, respect. And we're glad when we see people of God who continue to hope in spite of everything the enemy has thrown at them because it encourages us in our walk. And I said my friend was going through the similar trials um, that I was going through that past year. And she has felt the loneliness, fatigue, frustration, hurt, etc., just like I did. We encouraged each other, and it brought me so much hope to continue forward in this spiritual battle we fight every day. And I just I remember that I remember that text message. I didn't I saw her at church today, and I didn't even get a chance to talk to her because she was gone before I could get to her. And when I talked to her and I was lit, I said, wow, she's going through the same stuff that I'm going through. It's a lot of times if we would just talk to other brothers and sisters in Christ, we'll find out you, you're not the only people going through those things. And not only that, but because 
because God is who God is and he's sovereign. He is sovereign. It doesn't matter. You could be rich. You could be poor. You gonna everybody faces life challenges. Everybody goes through hard things. Okay. And it's not God being evil or mean because he can't be evil. He can only be good. It's just that he's sovereign. There's no respect. There are persons with God. So I went, I lost the ovary. You want to know what else? Let me tell you about that ovary story. <laughs> While I was working at an elementary school, I worked there for five years. I ran into not one, but two other young women. Well, yeah, young women at the time, because now we're a little seasoned. Um, they're younger than I am. One had lost both her ovaries and one had a quarter piece of her ovary left from like the other one was completely gone because riddled with cysts women go through so much stuff by the way i just want y'all to know women we we go through a lot of stuff we go through a lot of things with these bodies that we have and um but yeah i ran into both of them and you know what i have realized come to realize god will put people in your in your your um what am i trying to say he'll put people I don't want to say your realm because we don't have a realm, but in your space, he'll put people in your space that are going through the same thing as you, or you'll be going through similar things that they're going through. And you don't know that until after it's over with, because it wasn't until almost the end of last year when I realized I had two people close to me who I work with who didn't have any chance, no hope of having children at all, at all. Well, towards the end of the year, my co-worker, my old co-worker who had a quarter of piece of an over left, she got pregnant. <laughs> she got pregnant. She carrying a, she's carrying a healthy baby boy right now. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God for her. And she's a believer and she is carrying a healthy baby boy. And I had to message her. We talk every one, every blue moon. I had to message her and just tell her how much I appreciated her for sharing her wonderful news with everybody. Cause that thing blessed me. And I'm like, if the Lord could do that with a quarter piece of an ovary, what can he do with one whole ovary? <laughs> like that gave me so much hope. It gave me so much. Whew, trying not to cry y'all. It gave me so much hope to see her on social media posting about that. And so you have people who are in your space, who are in your vicinity, who you work with, who you you go to church with, they're going through things that are similar to what you, you go through, but, or they may have already come out of it. And that's, they're there as an example of how God, he's so good. Even when it looks like it's hopeless, he's still good. And they're there to be an encouragement to you. So you can continue to push through the doubt and the fear so that way you can continue to trust God. And when I tell you, 
When I saw her, I said, that thing, it, it's like it gave me a second win. Any of you who are athletes or you former athletes, you know what that second wind is. That's that wind that kicks in. That's that, that's that, that adrenaline that kicks in when you just, you almost gave up. If you would have, and it, ooh, that's a, mm. Second wind kicks in when you almost give up. That's that's a whole thing right there. That's a word, okay? The second wind only kicks in when you're at the point of giving up. That's when it kicks in. And the thing is, you can't stop moving. You got to keep going. You have to keep going. I remember our coach, our basketball coach, we be about to pass. Y'all, <laughs> you, you don't know. You don't know what what working out is you don't know what practice is until you went through our basketball coach but she would tell us i mean even tryouts when we had basketball tryouts oh my gosh she was like don't stop don't stop but i saw it in my teammates when we were at the brink of fatigue that second win would kick in and it's like you would you would see them pick up the pace it's like they pick up the pace and it's like dog where are they going so fast Cause they kicked into second. They kicked. It's like a shift in the gear. Uh, you know, we don't have those manual cars like we used to, but they, it's like the gear shifted and they went into second or third gear and they revved up and that actually encouraged us to push ourselves. So then we caught our second win. Like it is contagious. When I saw my old coworker, when I saw her post the picture announcing that she's having a baby, and I know what she went through. We'd be in her classroom praying. She would have tears in her eyes. Sis just consuming her, her organs. Just, you know, non-cancerous sis just consuming her organs. And to see her post that, that shifted me into my next, that shifted me into my second, second win. It's like, all right, I don't know. And, and the thing is, now, now, it's like, I don't care when it happens. I just know it's going to happen for me. Because every time I lose something, God brings something back that's that blows my mind. Every single time. And I'm not really losing. He's just moving it out of the way to show me he can do more with less. Because <laughs> it's, it's always a miracle when a baby is born. But it's something about when you know the backstory to why the parents had to start the adoption process, but then they get pregnant in the middle of the adoption process. It's always it's always like a Cinderella story in, in those times. Not to, you know, say, okay, if you have a baby, you got both or you know, you got both ovaries and stuff, you're not expecting no 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 no. It's always a miracle. Women go to the brink of death to birth out a baby. Some women don't make it off the table. So it's who mm, to see a mother go to the brink of death and, and come out healthy along with the baby or babies. That's always a miracle. And it always makes me cry because it's women who did not make it. There are women who did not make it. It's people don't realize what we go through. But I tell you this, when you know the backstory and you know that that wasn't supposed to happen according to what the doctor said or what 
the lawyer said or what the judge said. It wasn't supposed to happen that way. It wasn't supposed to happen. But God said differently. Whose report will you believe? That's y'all. And so this, this verse, this verse that um, in Psalm 119 and verse 74, they that fear thee will be glad when they see me because I have hope in thy word. Why are they going to be glad when they see me? It's not because of me. It's because they know the backstory. They know what I went through to get to where I am. And it's only because of God. So whatever 2024 has in store for Stephanie Rennell Cooper, people are going to be glad because they know the backstory. I'm a living testimony of the goodness of God and what he can do. And everyone who believes in Christ has that same testimony. Like we, it's not us. It's not us. We don't have anything worthy to celebrate because my Bible tells me my righteousness is as a filthy rag. I even on my best day, I'm still not good enough to meet the mark. I still fall short every single day, even on my best day. And see, people don't like to hear that because in the world, you you want to you all that in the bag of chips. I'm not. I'm then you want to know what I am? I'm that bag of chips that when you open it, you got two chips. That's it. <laughs> Uh, it's nothing but full of air. That's Because <laughs> that's how we are is full of hot air. We're literally full of hot air. And we like to toot our own horns. Our egos want us to toot our own horns. But when you realize, when you know the backstory that you shouldn't have made it home that night, that because you was with so-and-so's husband, and his wife came home and you had to tiptoe out the house or whatever. Oh, oh, that went quiet on the podcast. Oh, goodness. You shouldn't have made it home that night because you got in that fight at the bar. And um, somebody pulled a gun. But you made it home. Hmm. You shouldn't have made it home that night because you was driving home drunk and high. And it was raining. I don't know how specific I'm getting, but it ain't, it's not, it's the Holy Spirit. You, it was raining. You couldn't even see straight, but you made it home. You woke up to see another day. See, when you know the backstory, when people know the backstory, when they know that you was the party girl, you was the party guy, the party really did not start until you showed up because you was always drunk. But what you didn't realize is they was always laughing at you. That's why the party really didn't start until you showed up because they needed a, they needed a clown. But now to look at you when you enter the room and they don't even recognize you. Ha! They don't even recognize you because, see, when you know the backstory. Pff, yeah, my righteousness is as a filthy rat. Everything that I could possibly do is nothing. I count it but loss for the excellency of Christ Jesus. That's that's basically it. Paul said I I count it as dumb. I count it as crap. That's what it is. 
everything. My degrees are worth nothing when it comes to my salvation. What I'm going to do with that? I can't take them with me to heaven. <laughs> those, those degrees don't get me into heaven. My education does not get me into heaven. Me being able to speak in my Harvard voice does not get me into heaven. No, what gets me into heaven is how I know once I was blind, but now I see. That, <laughs> all I know is I was blind, Jesus touched me, and now I can see. That's, that's what gets me, my relationship with Jesus. I walk with Christ. For Christ I live and for Christ I die. That's that's how it is. So yeah, I go through painful things. I I have lost some things. I I have lost some friendships over my relationship with Jesus Christ because they just couldn't go with me. They couldn't come with me. And you know what? To if I had to do it all over again, I would do it all over again the same way because. It's the backstory that glorifies God. He's the author and finisher of my faith. And I just, I thank him and I praise him and I glorify his name. That through every trial and every test, he has been here every step of the way. Even when I tried to walk away from him, even when I said I have had enough and I cannot go on. He stood right there and waited for me. Let me have my temper tantrum. And he was waiting right there for me in the same spot I left him in. Because great is his faithfulness. There's no shadow of turning with him. He never changes. Ooh, y'all. God is good. He's good. And his mercy endures forever. I know I was on here rambling and stuff because I get so, I get so excited doing this podcast because I don't know you personally, unless you're from Brunswick, then you're probably my cousin, but it's okay. (laughs) I may not know a lot of you personally, but I know The Lord had me do this for a reason, and it's for you. The Lord had me to start a podcast for you, to encourage you to keep going, to encourage you to pray, to encourage you to fast, to encourage you to seek the face of the Lord and to accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior because he is coming back. He is coming back sooner than we think. Our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. He had me do this for you. And I just want to tell you before I close out that Jesus loves you and he is knocking at the door of your heart. Please let him in. Please let him in. Just say, Jesus, I am a sinner. Lord, I am a sinner and need a salvation. I believe that you have raised your son, Jesus Christ, from the dead, that he died to shed his blood for me 
and cleanse me from all my sins. Jesus, come into my heart. That's all you got to say. That's all you have to say. You don't have to spend money. You don't have to. Guess what? It was already paid. It has been paid in full for you. The gift of salvation is free for you and I because Jesus already paid it with his life. And when you accept Jesus, you get a great benefits package. I will tell you that. <laughs> you get all the fruits of the spirit. <laughs> now you might have to go through some things so those fruits can show up on your tree, but you get the you get the fruit of the spirit. <laughs> but you get to see his face when you close your eyes on this side and open them on the other. Y'all, I can't. It's so much of my te- like it's so much stuff I could tell you. And when I look back, it was only the Lord that brought me through and kept me. And how he orchestrated every single movement. <sighs> That's why I love him. And it's not even I love him because of stuff he's done. It's just who he is. He just makes me want to love him. His love just overwhelms me every time I was looking for love in a man or in someone just just to, he was always there mm. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm you just gonna go ahead and close out right now because this is just oh man he is God is really good y'all don't understand God is so good But I hope y'all have a great work week. I hope y'all have an amazing work week. And I just want y'all to know, like, I love y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of blabbering a little bit. Um, (laughs) Thank you for just continuing to rock with me on Blessed Is She That Believe. I love y'all. Y'all have a great week.